0: Thank you.
1: Let's give them one more hand clap today, Hallelujah. It is great to be in the house of the Lord. um We didn't know until the last minute whether or not we was going to be having service with the um, the power here being being off so long and didn't get back on to sometime in the middle of the night and uh, but we're thankful that they got it on. We was praying. Um, they would get it on and uh, we're just happy to be here on this beautiful Lord's Day uh, we're, um it's really good to have some um, guests with us today uh, Brother Jerry and, and Greg and they uh, had um, several people out sick and so uh, they're not having service today and they thought they would join us and we're glad they're here today, <laughs> amen uh, now For some of you who don't know, um, uh, this is uh, our founding pastor, Brother Hales, um, one of his sons, amen, and uh, uh, lived down in the dictionary there, and uh, he's the one that we've been, um, you know, requesting a lot of prayer for his wife, and the Lord decided to take her home, uh, but uh, we're we're glad that um, uh, they're with us today, amen, and I I have... um, uh, primed him and talked him into doing a song for us in a little bit, so uh, we're excited about that. But looking here uh, for our announcements for um, uh, this week, we're we are in uh, the month month of March and uh, spring has sprung, and I'm glad. Amen. I'm tired of uh, tired of the winter time. Amen. But. Uh, uh looking uh at the um, the announcements we don't um no birthdays or anniversaries don't look like uh this week. Um this coming Wednesday night uh we're gonna have a very special guest speaker, Brother Jamie Davis, all the way from the country of India. Uh, and um, he is in the country uh, because of the missions conference that's coming up um, uh, in a couple weeks or so. There at uh, in Nashville, and uh, he is going to be with us speaking for us uh, this coming Wednesday night. And I know for some Wednesday nights are difficult, and I know some can't because you talk, we have talked because you you get off uh, work so late. But I'm asking everybody to make him that can make an extra effort to be here Wednesday night, uh, to hear brother brother Davis is a fine uh man of God and um uh he's they, him and his brother work there and in there in a place that's very dangerous. Uh they have taken Christians uh, uh from every just about every denomination a Christian denomination has gone through persecution there. I have seen stories and read stories where they have literally taken, uh, drug out pastors of the church, such as what he is, throw gasoline on them and struck a lot of them afar, and they burn alive. Uh, there's a lot of persecution going on in the country uh, of India. They um, um, uh, majority Hindus is who who they are, and they just don't want Christianity of any kind there and uh I highly admire this man and him and his brother carrying on the work that his dad started years ago. And he's gonna be with us uh Wednesday night in our Wednesday night service. So please re uh remember that. Um today is um the fifth and talking about that. This is our mission uh, uh mission Sunday. This is missionary day. Um we have um uh, several, uh, missionaries that we, uh, send regular monthly support to, uh, around the world, and, uh, um, uh, please, when you, um, give in your offering to, um, add on that envelope a little extra and make, uh, designated to go for missions, and, uh, it, it will go to that, amen, so that is, um, uh, amen today, um. A reminder also that's in uh, in the bulletin. If you hadn't, um, you know, signed up uh, to go on the uh, church uh, retreat um, to the Ark Encounter, we're going to be going in April on in April Friday the 14th. Kes is in the process of trying to get us some rooms, which is going. It's difficult, and we got to get this thing set if we can get them uh, get some because it's very busy. There's not many places to stay up there in this area, but you're going to love going there. Me and um, Sister Darlene went one time, and, um, man, I just I, I love it. I'm glad that we're going back as a um, church group. So um, uh, today, I would say, would be the deadline if you haven't signed uh, to go there because we get to get that taken care of. Time change next week. Uh, you're going to uh, lose an hour of sleep next week. So. Um, Remember that. We'll be changing uh, the time. And so you're about to remember that. And then I've already mentioned one other thing, the missions conference at FAC in Nashville, uh, Deeper Life Missions Conference beginning Wednesday, the 15th. We will not have um, Wednesday night service here. as every year going back I don't know how long. Uh, uh, we um, call off our Wednesday night service uh, and in service there for this missions conference. So uh, 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 remember that it's coming up. There will be two services on Thursday, one during the day and one Thursday night and one during the day on Friday, and then they they feed people that, that are there early enough breakfast and, and uh, a lunch after uh, the morning service on Thursday and Friday. So uh, uh, remember that. Uh, I believe that is all the announcements for this week. So we're going to read our devotional scripture. And I've chosen scripture this morning from the book of Psalms, chapter uh eighty-nine. And we're going to begin reading in verse 15, and we're going to read down through verse 18 for our devotional scripture this morning. This is how it reads: Blessed is the people that know the joyful. Sound they shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance, in thy name shall they rejoice all the day, and in thy righteousness shall they be exalted, for thou art the glory of their strength, and in thy favor our horns shall be exalted, for the Lord is our defense, and the Holy One of Israel is our king. Hallelujah. Blessed starts out with the people that know the joyful sound. How many knows that there's a lot of bad sounds in the world? Amen. A lot of sounds we don't we don't care to hear, you know. But praise God, I've been introduced to the joyful sound. Amen. And it's that it's that sound, Amen, of knowing the Lord and um, Uh, having a relationship with Him because He is our defense, the Scripture said. He uh, is the one that we can count on. And I promise you, He will never let you down. People will let you down. Amen. But God will never let you down. I've served Him now. I've been in the the ministry and ordained ministry for well over 50 years. God has never let me down. He's always been there. Hallelujah, and I'm so glad that I'm privileged to know Him. Hallelujah, and if we will just um, open up our hearts as we begin to worship the day, I want the presence of the Lord just to you know, like it was a couple of weeks ago. We had three people filled with the Holy Ghost. Hey, and let me give you a word right now, and if this don't get you to rejoice in one nothingness, we're going. We just had a poo redone, brother. Randy brought some of his crew over here last week and working on our pool. It looks beautiful, looks great, amen, in Francisco. Next Sunday he's going to break it in. He told me he wants to get baptized. Come on, let's rejoice in the Lord.
0: We just want to see you in the glory of your Here we go. Let's go to the throne, to the place where we belong. Right into His arms. Here, right Here we go. Let's go to the throne, to the place where we belong. Right into His arms. Here we go. Let's go to the throne, to the place. the place
2: Long gone
1: are the days where we just come together and have ordinary church. Well, what we are battling in this world today, when you come to the house of God, you don't need to see nobody or nothing but Jesus. Seeing me ain't gonna help you one bit. I don't want to just have ordinary church no more. God is showing. My Lord. God is showing what He wants. Starting off with Asbury College, spread to many others across this land. And I've been getting reports from pastors everywhere with the Spirit of God. And I am praying, I am praying that we're going to finally begin to see. The high priestly prayer that Jesus prayed in John chapter 17 answered and come to pass. 17th chapter, St. John, Jesus prayed this prayer that they all may be one. Hallelujah. It's time we take down the denomination of bearers, folks, and walls that man has built up God didn't put them there.
2: God didn't put them there. Hallelujah.
1: Glory to God. When you get to heaven, you're not going to walk down the streets of gold and, and see, Here, here's one block for all the Baptists and go down a few more blocks. Here's the Methodists and then over here on this side, over here's the Pentecostals and, and so on. One heaven. One church. Hallelujah, Amen. That's what we got to have, Amen. Amen. Forget about all the isms and the sisms and things, things we don't uh, agree on and believe on. That that don't matter as long you know, uh, if it's you know the things that's not a salvation. Brother, Brother Bobby and I, we we've worked together a long time. And I'm sure there's probably some issues or whatever we might not agree on, but we don't fall out on candidates. And I don't go off and say, well, you know, this, this, and this, because he don't, you know. That's, that's not what we're facing today, folks. You're living in the day and hour. When you get in your automobile and get out on get on the streets, and especially on the interstates of Nashville, Tennessee, you're going to be blessed if somebody don't shoot a bullet in your car. I've never seen I've never seen times like we're seeing today, and uh, it just makes me believe the more that we're so much closer to the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah! Huh. We don't forget our history around here, and we mention we mention our, our our founders all the time. But I just I just wanted Brother Hale saw what was going on today. I wondered what he'd have to say about it. I just wonder. Hallelujah. Well, I'm not preaching today. I better get on. I'm not, but I'm feeling the presence of the Lord, and I want you to know the Holy Ghost is here, and if you got a need, God can supply that need and meet that need today if you just open yourself up to Him. Hallelujah. We're going to worship God right now and give it. And uh mentioned again, we do. Uh, this is mission day, and we uh, we've got commitments that we give to several missionaries. Um, around around the world, and remember that you can give by the card. We got the kiosk on the welcome desk out there now. It's set up. You can, if you want to give by card, you can step out there and uh, follow the steps and do that. Uh, and to those of you that's watching online, uh, uh, if you go to our website uh, and Christ Family Church ChristFamilyChurchInNashville.org, yeah, it's set up there where you can make your donation as well. So let's bow our heads and ask God's blessing on the offering. Father, we come today, we thank you, and we praise you for this beautiful day you have given us. We thank you, Lord, that you um, worked with our fine uh, electric company and men that worked around the clock to get our power back on so we could be in service today. Uh, We ask God you will bless them, those hard workers as well. Bless this offering that we're about to receive. Bless the gift and the giver and we'll give you the praise and the glory in Jesus name let the church say God bless you as you give Hallelujah. Well what a day that will be when my Jesus G- Like doing something right now. Uh, anybody agree with me that we don't have to follow a set program all the time? I know Sister Sue is having such a pain and problem with the tooth situation. You better be careful; she's liable to hit you on the head or something. <laughs> but she was telling me about it when she come in, and I just feel like uh that uh, she don't need to sit through the whole service. I mean she could have stayed home today. I, anybody know what a tooth pain is? Sis, would you come up and I'm gonna ask um elder brother brother Bobby and uh and Ronnie and Brother Kyle back here. We're gonna anoint you with oil and uh pray that God would take care of that for you right now. <laughs>
2: yeah mm-hmm. Thank
1: you, Lord. Let's clap our hands and thank the Lord for his miracle touch. Come on. God is a healer. God is a healer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Touch your Lord right now. Amen. I'm going to ask Brother Jerry if he'd come on up at this time. Um, you can leave your testimony and sing a song
2: for us. Hallelujah.
3: Praise the Lord. Lord. Brother Sammy asked me to sing a song that, uh, back at the old church, you know, I stayed with Daddy on Wednesday night, and uh, we may have, Betty and myself may have sang a song a time or two since then, that has been a while, because Daddy passed away in 96, and uh, it was before that, but it don't make a difference (laughs) The Lord's still good, ain't He? Amen. I like that. But you, can I say I got one other thing I want to say that we're talking about meeting with people, whatever. But Brother Jay, our Sunday school teacher at the church, was teaching on in the Sunday school lesson was about uh, where you're going to be, uh, who you're meeting with. And, you know, abide with the saints, you know. Said it's just just good medicine. And I got up there to lead the singing. (laughs) And I picked out an old song. It's called Just Over in the Glory Land. And the first line, it says, you know, I'm on my way where the saints abide. I said, whoa, wait a minute. (laughs) We can just go have church again. here, Have Sunday school again. And I said, hold on just a minute. Wait a minute. It's got another message here. I won't tell you where the saints abide. He said it's just over in the glory land. Ain't that good? Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! This song here, Robo White. Uh, Sister Mary was here. She'd be. She probably want me to sing it too. And it don't make. Like I said, it's been a while, and I and uh, I'm gonna need some help from y'all too. Can y'all help me sing on the chorus? Let's do that chorus first, brother. Uh, we're going to try. Can you do a G? <laughs> Keep out a G. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In my robe of white. I'm going to fly away. Going to that land so fine. Going to meet my Jesus there. It will be so grand. When I get to that land in my robe Let's sing it again. Oh, in my robe of white, I'm going to fly away, going to that land so fair. Meet my Jesus there, it will be so grand. When I get to that land, in my robe of white, I'm going to fly away. Listen to this. Now first I'll hear the trumpet sound. Then all the saints to be heaven bound. We're gonna cross over Jordan wide. Stop to view the other side. There I'll see them holy the hills. In my mansion he had built. Gonna be the first one in the line to see my name in the book of life. Help me out in my robe of white. Oh, I'm gonna fly away. Going to that land. So far I'll meet my Jesus there It will be so grand When I get to that land In my row of white. Oh, I'll fly away Oh, it's gonna be a wonderful time When I get to the other side See my loved ones gone before We'll depart from them no more We'll be walking on the streets of gold, trying to buy riches untold in my robe of voice. Oh, I'll fly away. Now if I ro- in my robe, help me out. Come of on. White. I'm gonna fly away. away. Going to that land so far. Well, I'll meet my Jesus, there and it will be so grand. Hallelujah. I get to that land in my robe of white, oh, I'm gonna fly away, oh, in my robe of white, oh, I'll fly away, going to that land so fast, I'll meet my Jesus, it's gonna be so grand, when I get to that land in my robe of white. Or I'm gonna fly away (laughs) Hallelujah, praise the Lord
1: Every one of us has got one waiting on us. Amen. Glory. My Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, let the Spirit have its way. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Him singing that song, Power of God just falling, just like that, and moving. Brother Bob, I, I, I can see shouting, hell just going across and waving at you. Hallelujah. Woo. Glory. Woo. My, 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 my. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I, I better not get, I better get back over here at the keyboard. We're going to do our meet and greet and let our young people get out to the um, uh, children's church. Hallelujah. So let's all stand together and. Well it feels so good Just being here again It feels so good Feeling what I feel again There's just nothing I like Better than God's people Getting together it Feels so good Being here again It feels so good So good, feeling what I feel again. There's just nothing I like better than gone to people getting together. Feels so good. So good feeling what I feel again. There's just nothing I like better than guns of people getting together feels so good being here one more time. It feels so good just being here. so good Feeling what I feel again There's just nothing I like better than God's appeal right, we're going to change the service right now. Have Brother Ron to come up. He's going to be ministering. Let's just get behind the Word of God as he preaches.
4: Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. God is good. And all the time. Hallelujah. Give the Lord one more hand clap this afternoon. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Praise His holy name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, brother. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I know the Lord already has moved. I thank Him for it right now. Those prayers we just prayed for those who sick in their body, not feeling well for uh, various reasons, I know the Lord has already moved and so I just give Him praise and glory for it, hallelujah, hallelujah. Just welcome everyone to the house of the Lord this afternoon, those watching on the live stream, we welcome you, thank you for tuning in this afternoon, sure is good to be here, didn't know if we were going to be able to because uh, that was some mighty strong winds that came through Friday, many trees blowed over and Power lines down. Conference Drive, I guess, is still uh, closed because the power lines down over it. But how many, Lord, to know the Lord? How many knows the Lord is going to make a way? Hallelujah. Somehow. Hallelujah. For we need to be uh, in service, uh, to be able to be here and praise Him, worship Him. Hallelujah. Thank Him for what He's done in our lives, uh, and also to receive His word. Hallelujah. So very important. Hallelujah. This afternoon. We want to go to the book of Luke. We're going to go to the Gospel of Luke this afternoon, chapter thirteen. We're going to begin reading in verse twenty-two, Luke chapter thirteen. We're going to begin reading with verse twenty-two this afternoon. Hallelujah! Praise the name of the Lord. Luke's Gospel begins reading like this, verse twenty-two, and he went through the cities and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Then one said to him. Lord, are there few who are saved? And he said to them, these are the words of Jesus now, Strive to enter through the narrow gate, for many, I say to you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open for us, And he will answer and say to you, I do not know you, where you are from. Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. But he will say, I tell you, I do not know you, where you are from. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and yourselves thrust out. They will come from the east and the west, from the north and the south and sit down in the kingdom of God. And indeed, there are last who will be first and there are first who will be last. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I give you praise and glory for this day. I thank you, Lord, for the service thus far. Lord, now just use me as you see fit to bring forth your word. I thank you for it, Lord. I thank you for what you have given me this day to give to the people, Heavenly Father. Use me as you see fit in the mighty name of Jesus. Let everyone say, Amen. Amen, Amen. For the next few moments, I want to talk about, will I be saved? Will I be saved? Now, in verse 23, it reads, Then one said to him, Lord, are there few who are saved? Are there few who are saved? But I, I submit today that instead of, uh, of asking the question, Are there few who are saved? we need to be more focused on ourselves. Will I be saved? Will it be I who am saved? Not focusing so much on my family, my neighbor. My friends and co-workers, in this day and time we're living in, we need to be concerned about ourselves. Are we in the place that we need to be in today that we will be saved when that time comes? Are are we going to be the ones saved? We need to ask ourselves that question today. Many people, and I'm Brother Douglas made a mention around these lines this morning in Sunday school. I'm a Christian. Now, I'm not speaking verbatim what he said, but I'm a, I'm a Christian. I feel like I'm living right. I'm doing right, you know, and maybe, maybe, maybe there are some folks think, well, I may not be perfect. I may not be doing everything exactly right. I know I can make improvements, but at least I know I'm better than so-and-so. But is that the way to look at it? Is that the way to look at it? Or should we be focusing more on whether or not we are saved? And, and there's a lot that we can discuss on this this morning. And Pastor, if you, have, if you have Matthew chapter 7, 13 and 14, I'm going to uh, like you to read it here momentarily. But in verse 24, Jesus starts out with saying, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. Strive. He says strive to enter through the narrow gate. When you look strive up in Strong's, it's talking about to struggle literally or figuratively, to contend with an adversary to endeavor, to accomplish something. You're going to fight fervently. You're going to strive hard to do something. There's some action in there behind it. And the and the uh, if I can pronounce this word correctly, it's agonizoni. Agonizoni is a pronunciation of, of the Greek word. And it, it means, that's where we get the word agonize. That's where that word agonize comes from. And so that lets us know to strive to do something We got to make an effort for it. When's the, you know, when's the last time uh, some folks strive to do anything other than get through uh, the Chick Fil A drive-through quickly? Come on, somebody. We strive to do a lot of things. We strive to get home so we can kick back in in an easy chair, you know, have our dinner. We strive. We strive to do some things, but when's the last time we strived hard on on knowing that we are saved and ready to meet our Lord and Savior? When's the last time we had some agonizing moments on that? When's the last time we, had, we checked ourselves, checked our actions, checked our speech, checked our motivations, checked our love? When's the last time we agonized over some of these things to know that we are saved and we are doing the will of God, the perfect will of God, not just the permissive will. We need, to, we need to get away from this just being in the permissive will. We need to strive and have some agonizing toward the perfect will of God today. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Strive to enter through the narrow gate. Hallelujah. Pastor, you had chapter 7, verse 13 and 14? All right. Uh, stop where 14 begins. So 13 is talking about wide is a gate that leads to destruction, and many go through it. And we, if we'll just take figuratively this as being a wide gate, we understand many people could walk through here. There's no obstacle in the way of right here, many people can go through. We all, want to, we all want to go through the, the easy gate. We don't want anything in our way. But Jesus said, strive to go through the narrow gate. Strive to go through the narrow gate. And what he's talking about and referring to is that narrow gate, there's obstacles in the way. There, there's obstacles in the way of that narrow gate that's going to kind of block us and hinder us and hold us up. And if, and if we just this, if we consider this a little bit of a narrow gate, right here. Maybe it, this is the way to life. This is a pathway to Jesus, but it's kind of an obstacle in its way. It's in its path. It's easier to go this way, yeah. to just go around. But we want to go through the narrow gate. we got obstacles in the way. We, what, what is an obstacle that we face today with other than family, our jobs, maybe past sins that we've been trying to deal with? There's obstacles that's going to be put in our way. That's gonna make the way difficult, like Jesus said. He didn't say it was gonna be a bed of roses. It's gonna be all laid out, just easy peasy and pretty as you please. It's gonna be difficult the way. We gotta strive, we gotta agonize, we gotta figure out how we're gonna get what moved out of the way that needs to be moved out of the way and try to get down through that narrow gate today. We gotta we gotta work on it. We gotta have some agonizing on it to get, get the obstacles out of the way. We can't just go for the easy path. Read on, read on, Pastor, if you don't mind. Few there be that find it. Few that be there find it. In other words, few are those who are going to take the effort to get around them obstacles. It's easier to go the easy path, but those easy path is the way to destruction. It's not the way to life. Hallelujah. We we we've, we've got to strive today. We we've got to make an an effort. Uh, at the house, we love to put up bird feeders and and watch the birds come around and put bird seed up. Uh, it's just a wonderful thing, especially getting closer this time of the year. The birds are coming up, and uh, they, we see many different ones, and we like to be take care of the birds. But I'm just here to let you know that I don't like squirrels because the squirrels ain't nothing but thieving, robbing, birds-stealing thieves. I don't like them. I don't like them a bit. And... Uh, when our uh, when our dog, Lovey, uh, w- was with us, I'd open that door, and I'd say, them love, and she'd take off after them squirrels. She'd tree them, get them up a tree, get rid of them. But them squirrels, they know, and they strive, and they they won't quit. If they see that feeder, they're going to make an effort to get to it. I don't care what you do. We have tried method after method. We've greased up the bird pole, and they'll... they'll They'll, you know, they'll figure up having that, trying to get up at it, even with the grease on it. We put this little shield over, it, trying to protect it. They'll go up from another end uh, uh, of an area that we have, uh, the pergola that we have. They'll try to leap and jump on it, uh, and, and just any way they will get to it. They will not quit until they get to that bird seed. And many people have the same story. Until like I saw, I think you saying just shoot at shoot them. <laughs> Uh, that's that's what that's what they do. The squirrels will fight they they will not give up because they're focused at they're not going to let that obstacle get in their way and when I say that to say that's kind of how we need to be. When it, comes, when it comes to our salvation and knowing whether or not that we are saved and will be saved, when we see an obstacle in our way, when something comes up in our path, we don't need to just go around it the easy way and think, I don't, I don't want to deal with that. I, I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want that trouble, that issue. We need to, if that's the way we know we should be going, we need to strive to go that way. Jesus said, strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I say to you, will seek to enter and will not be able to. They will not be able to. Hallelujah! Many will see. Well, we need to go through that that narrow gate today. Hallelujah! Let's look at Second Peter, chapter one, and begin reading the verse five. I want to give you some words of encouragement, some and some words of, of comfort, because as Christians, we need to know that we are on the right path. We do not need to ever feel like, especially as newcomers in Christ, uh, we do not need to feel like that. Uh, that we repent and we get baptized and maybe we receive the Holy Ghost, that we're that we're on necessarily an easy street. It is definitely not the case. If anything, you're going to get fought harder and harder and harder once you make that decision, because and that sort of obstacles are going to start coming into place. The devil knows how to place things in your place, like we were just talking about the narrow gate. There are going to be things purposely placed in front of you to, to try and distract you, to try to discourage you, to try to tell you you don't feel what you feel when you know very well that what you feel is real. What Jesus did in your soul is very real. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter 1, beginning reading in first 5, this is talking to the brethren here, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge. To knowledge, self-control. To self-control, perseverance. To perseverance, godliness. And this is reverence for God. These are things that are going to help us. These are things that are going to help us stay on the right path. These are things that are going to help us navigate around those areas that we have in our way. We need to focus on these things. Verse 7 said, To godliness, brother, kindness and to brotherly kindness, love. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We need some knowledge in the Lord Jesus today. We need, we need some Bible knowledge and some scriptures that we can know that when, when adversity comes our way and issues pop up, that we can speak the Word today because the Word is what's going to get us through. The Word is what's going to get, get this obstacle out of our way. Hallelujah today. That's what we need is that knowledge of the Lord Jesus. Verse 9 said, For he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins, therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call, or you could say, invitation there, and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. That this is, this is where you say that old popular saying. Wait, what? <laughs> yes, that's what he said. If you do these things, you will never, never stumble. We know we, we can stumble and fall. Those obstacles in our path, no matter what they are, they, they can they can, they can can make us stumble. But Peter is saying here, if we focus on some virtue and add into our faith some self-control, that like somebody said this morning uh, that sin will come to us. Well, Brother Bobby said it in Sunday school, I think. He said sin will be in our path, or it will come to us, but we don't have to give in to it self control takes sin right here that with the help of Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost in us the sin is going to be before it's going to be an obstacle that's blocking a way but you don't have to uh partake of it you don't have to give into it you can have a way around it hallelujah it's going to it's going to show its face but you can get navigate around it because you take the other way the wide gate that's a sure way to destruction hallelujah you know, we go through so many different trials and struggles. Whether, whether no matter what it be, everyone has something different that's going on. Whether it be with your health, your finances, it just seems like every time you get you get stand up, you get knocked down again. We all face many, many different struggles. You know, that's the one your way knowing that you're you're going in the right direction with the Lord. <laughs> You're going in the right direction. When when you're fighting these battles, it seems like it's one thing after another. Now, it don't seem like it necessarily because you're thinking, Lord, when am I going to get a break? When am I going to get some relief? But these things happen because you're on your path through that narrow gate. You are on that path today because you're asking the question, will I be saved? That's your, that's your foremost goal in your life, or it should be that you want to, you, just like the song was saying, you want to put on that robe of white, hallelujah, and make it to glory and see Jesus' face. That's the goal today, hallelujah. And you're walking that path this afternoon, hallelujah, glory to the name of the Lord. We are walking that path, hallelujah. It's, it, it's not a broad path, it's not an easy path. Jesus said it would be difficult. He said it would be difficult. But verse 11 that I was going to read, For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If that ain't some words of comfort today, I don't know what else is. An entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Are you thankful for that this afternoon? I know I am. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah, praise. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord. Jesus has said, strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I say to you, will seek to enter and will not be able to. I don't, I, I don't, I don't only want to seek to enter, I want to be sure that I'm going to enter that gate. That's my goal, that's my focus, and I love my family and I want them to go. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure I'm living the life that they're, they're, they're going to be able to, to, to see and follow as well. But more than anything else, I've got to make sure that I make it. I've got to make sure that I make it. I've got to know today that I am saved, will be saved when Jesus comes to call me home. Because if we go on to read in verse 25, when once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock at the door saying, Lord, Lord, open for us, and he will answer and say to you, "I do not know you, where you are from." The master of the house shuts that door. That door is closed. It's closed for good. It's not opening back up. That door, that door is closed, and you will be locked out. I uh, on Friday, we know the wind, the, the wind came, and, and uh, Friday was a very difficult day driving a truck. Most of the time, I get. Anywhere from thirty to forty thousand pounds between my two trailers, because I pulled doubles driving a truck, and so having that much weight is always a good thing in any kind of storm or weather uh because you you're uh you're kind of grounded more you got a more stabilization if you will, but Friday, I had ten thousand pounds on my lead and six thousand pounds on my rear, like sixteen grand total, and that wind was beating me up something fierce it It was awful, it was not good. But I made it on back down the road, and uh, in diesel trucks today, they uh, they not only have diesel fuel, but they have called DEF fuel, diesel exhaust fluid, and long story short, basically they tell, uh, they tell that that fluid, it helps trap that black soot in a particulate filter that's located in the truck, and it, no black smoke coming out. Everybody's probably seen black smoke out of diesel trucks, and it, it blocks that, well, you, just like a fuel gauge, you have your DEF gauge. Well, I ha- I was running low, and I needed to stop and get some death fluid uh, so I could make make it back to the terminal. And we know the wind was blowing so hard. I stopped at this truck, stopped. Well, the first one I stopped at, didn't have any power. It was out, so I had to leave there go to another one. But I get out of the truck. I had the fuel card in my hand. I want to be sure that I was playing. My, go- my goal, my mindset and thinking was I'm going to get out, I'm going to get this DEF fluid put in here. And I'm going to get on down the road because I was already having to travel real, real slow. It uh, it was taking forever just because that wind was so bad. As soon as I get out of the truck, the, a big gust of wind just comes and slams the truck door shut. And I'm like, man, this ain't good. And it was bad underneath there. Well, I hadn't got my gloves out yet to be able to put on my gloves uh, to, to pump the diesel fuel. And so I went to open the door back up. It was locked. It was locked. I didn't have my phone on me. It was in the it was in the cab of the truck. I didn't my key. I was in a different truck. Most of uh, the truck I normally drive has a uh key in the ignition that's permanent. So it doesn't remove. You don't take it out. So I'm conditioned to not reach for the key in the ignition to take it out even if I stop somewhere. I have my keys in my pocket at all times so that if I did stop somewhere, I can lock the truck door, and I got the key to get back in. Well, this particular day on Friday, I was not in my regular truck. I had to use my keys for the ignition. The keys were in ignition. Somehow or another, I didn't lock the door on purpose. I don't know. I'm just thinking the wind must have slammed it so hard, the button went down, or it might have been parked down, but I was locked out. And I'm thinking, Lord Jesus, <laughs> what am I going to do now? I'm locked out. I'm locked out. Now I'm telling this story because in the scripture we're talking about being locked when the door shut, it's shut for good. And it made me it made me think, this is shut for good. I don't know what I'm gonna do. And so I didn't have my phone to call anybody. I had to go inside the truck stop and I'm just gonna say they they uh the language barrier wasn't that great, their accent wasn't that good, they was less than kind of helpful and friendly, but I was able to finally get them to let me use the phone. Uh, to call my company to try and get somebody to stop, but in the, in uh, in the meantime, I did walk through the store and I found one of those uh, slim jims, and it's not one of the kind you eat. It's it's the metal kind that you try to unlock your door. <laughs> That's for all y'all who thought about breaking into a slim jim. You know, uh, it ain't that kind. It, it was, it, but that piece of metal was so flimsy, brother Bobby. As soon as I tried to stick it down, it folded up like a slinky. I'm like, what is this mess? I'm trying to get on. Unlo- I'm locked out. I'm I'm trying to get in. There ain't nobody in the truck's gonna let me out. I'm thinking, Lord, I'm looking I'm trying to figure out any way to get in. I won't in this truck because I want to get home. And so my only option was to wait until the, another driver showed up and opened a door with his keys. Uh, and I got on down the road. But I was locked out, and it did not feel good. I was not happy. Michelle wasn't happy because I couldn't talk to her. She only knew that I had been there like two hours, and she's wondering, why am I there that long? What's going on, you know? They're trying to get in touch with me, and I could, and I couldn't do nothing about it. I was locked out. It's not a good feeling, but I'd much rather go through that and take to get this thing back to spiritualness and the kingdom of God in heaven when the Lord comes. I'd much rather face something like I faced Friday, than to, than to face what Jesus is talking about right here. That when when the Master shuts the door and you begin to stand on the outside and you're going to be knocking that I want in. Hey, I, I want in, Lord. I want in, Lord. Let me in. But the door's shut. You had your opportunity. You can knock all you want to, but you're not going to get Once that door is shut for you, it is shut for good. It's not going to be open for you. That's why you need to seek the Lord while He may be found. When you have the opportunity, seek the Lord while He may be found today. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Because Jesus said, you're going to knock and say, Lord, Lord, open for us. And He will answer and say to you, I do not know you where you are from. And then verse 26, then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught us in your streets. Many is going to say, I went to church. I heard message after message. I heard the preaching. I, I may have felt the presence of the Lord. I, I was in there for a, for a while. I know what they're talking about. I realize about the repentance and baptism. But being religious ain't what's going to get you into heaven. Being religious and just coming to church, it's more than just coming to church. It's having a relationship with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It's knowing that you're in His family. That's what He's talking about here. I don't know you where you're from. You need to know today that you're in a family of God. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Seek the Lord while He may be found. Verse 27, But He will say, I'll tell you, I do not know you where you're from. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity depart from me all you workers of iniquity that is that is going to be one of the wor- the, the worst time that there's going to, that there's going to be for anyone who thought that they made it to heaven and they realize that they haven't to hear the words depart from me i never knew you just think about that for a moment depart from me i never knew you I don't wish that on anybody in this place or in this entire world because I be- I believe in God. I believe He's a creator. I believe He created this earth. I believe He told the oceans where to stop and that they don't go any further. I believe that, that He is the, 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 the reason that we all... Can can have life and have it more abundantly. I believe his son, Jesus Christ, is the one that gives us that life through repentance and baptism. I believe in the Holy Ghost that it comes in you and it and it, it fills it fills you up to where that you can have the ability to continue on in this life until he calls us home. I believe all those things. I believe in the Holy Ghost. I don't see how anyone can that doesn't has not ever received the Holy Spirit inside of you, directing you guiding you once you finally once you finally receive it and you feel that presence of the Lord you you question yourself why in the world did I did I wait so long? Why in the world did I did I not try this? But I and, and just to uh it just it come to me uh I can answer that almost to myself because there was a time in my life where I felt like I was trying. I felt like I was doing everything that I could. I got disappointed because it wasn't going in my time. It wasn't going the way I thought it should go. It was me. It wasn't the Lord. It was me. I I, I was the hold back. I, I was the reason why things wasn't wasn't shaping up and taking place. It was me. I, it was me. And so, but we can have that hope today. We can realize that we are saved today. And we need to strive and focus on getting through that narrow gate. Hallelujah. But in verse 27, it said, Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. Now, When we come to the Lord and we repent and He is true and just to forgive us of our sins, we can boldly go to the throne of grace. Hallelujah. Because the Lord is going to forgive us of of sin, of a wrongdoing that we do. Sure, we mess up. But there's a difference here in what this scripture is saying. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity think about that what Jesus is saying workers of iniquity you're working in your sin you're you're working in the iniquity in your life where you you may be not a given uh, true repentance of that you're still thinking that you're finding good you, you may you may be coming to church you you may have asked the Lord to forgive you some things you may, you may be searching after God just like David you may be a man after God's own heart you may be really seeking the Lord but how many remember the time when David, kind of kind of kind of fell there a little bit, and he had that uh extra marital affair with uh, uh Bathsheba we re- remember that well it wasn't the the initial sin of itself of that extra relation he could have he could have just asked the Lord to forgive him for that, but he began to work in that and become a worker in that sin that he committed by calling Uriah back home. Because he was off in a battle with the war and David for some reason didn't go off the battle. Everybody knows David was a man, man of war himself but he had stayed home. He, he was at the palace and he, he, saw, he saw Bathsheba and he called her over. Well then uh, when he found out that she was with child, he calls Uriah home. So he begins to work, work, in, work in that sin, begin to work in some of that uh, iniquity if you will and he tried to get Uriah to go home and be with his wife. But Uriah, he said, I'm not going to do that. The ark, the ark of God, is out there in battle. The men are in tents. Is is out there in battle. I'm not going to go. He stayed at the king's gate. He would not go. He would not go to his house. And so David, had, it didn't go like David wanted. So he sent. He wound up sending a letter through Uriah. Uriah's own hand took a, took that own letter uh, to the, uh, for him to be put in the heat of the battle, and then for other troops to pull back so that Uriah would be killed. That was David's way. Of trying to get out of what had happened, he was working in that iniquity. And then, as I thought, as I thought about that situation. And I think about uh, uh, our, our situations today and, and our, the kingdom of God today and churches today, sometimes instead of getting a true repentance that we need to get and totally giving it over to the Lord, we begin to work in that situation. We begin to try to handle it the way we think we should be handled. We begin to try to become workers of iniquity instead of just giving it all over to the Lord. And that's not a good thing. We are going down the path of destruction when we do that. When we don't give the Lord His hand in it and give it over to the lord. We're not going through the narrow gate anymore. We're working in that iniquity, and that working in iniquity will get you that depart and I never knew you. Depart from me. We got to be careful about that this afternoon. We don't we don't want that to, we don't want to be standing on the outside of a door knocking begging to be let in. On. When the time has passed, when the time has passed. We want to know that we are saved today. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the lord. I wanted to read you also Matthew 25 about the ten virgins beginning at uh, verse 10. Matthew 25 and 10 we're going to go to. Now, we remember, we recall this story where there was ten, uh, this was a parable that Jesus told and there were uh, five wise and five foolish. Now, the five foolish that didn't bring their oil, they wanted to borrow from the five wise. And beginning at verse 10 it says, and while they went to buy, because the wise told them, go buy your own oil, you know, we're not going what if we run out? What if we don't have what we need? Now think about this now. While they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, excuse me, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. You know neither the day or the hour the Son of Man is coming. We've got to be vigilant. We've got to strive. We've got to focus because we don't know when our time may be. When, whenever, whenever my breath leaves my body, to me, that's my time. That's how I look at it. Is that's my time because at that point, it's going to be what I've done in between my birthday and the day that I passed. It's going to be my choice. Nobody else. It's just going to be what I've done. It's going to be how I strive. And it's it's going to it's going to matter whether or not I was ready. And like this, the parable of the 10 virgins, there were 10, there were 5 wise and 5 foolish. Well, the foolish wants to take from the wise so that they can have prepared. And we, that's a lesson for us in this parable is to know is don't don't forget your salvation or don't take steps and fall in suit of some foolish folks if it takes away from you being ready to meet the Lord. You need to stay focused on you. You don't need to give up what you have because because of, of of some foolish that's not necessarily ready, you need to stay you need to strive and stay diligent on your end of it you you need to stay focused on you going through that narrow gate you need and it, and it's tough sometimes because we want we want to be considerate we want to be loving we want to be helpful but there are sometimes situations in our lives where we've got to stay focused on ourselves and keeping ourselves straight and not going going off the off the path that we shouldn't be going on. Because that that could very well happen. Because there are going to be some foolish that try and do that to us. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Going back to Luke and 13. I left off in 27. Verse 28 says, There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now think about this verse here. Jesus is saying, There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and your sails thrust out wow there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and your sails thrust out you're you're going to you're going to know it who they are you're going to know the Abraham, Isaac and Jacob you're going to see them in the kingdom of God and all the prophets but yourself, if you're not ready to meet the Lord, if you haven't been on that straight and narrow path, if you've been detoured or if you ain't committed completely to the Lord, you ain't been loyal to Him, if He says, depart from me, I never knew you, you're going to be thrust out. I don't want to hear those words that I'm, that I'm going to be thrust out of the kingdom of God. I want to make heaven my home. I've got to stay focused on me today. I can't worry about my family, my co-workers. I want to try to live the best life I can. I want to try to be a, a positive influence and direct them and be and show them that I'm trying to be on the right path. but I can't go I can't, I've got to let Jesus bring them in. I can't go to where they are necessarily all the time. Because that may put me too far off of where I need to be and I may fall where I don't need to fall. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Verse 29 said, They will come from the east and the west and the north and south and sit down in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And indeed there are last who will be first and there are first who will be last. are—I This is a very strong message today. And I felt, it, I felt it strong in my spirit that this is, this is the direction that the Lord wanted us to, to hear today is will I be saved? Pastor, you can come on back up and get a song ready. Will I be saved? If we don't know without a shadow of a doubt that when our time comes that we are saved we're, and we're not going in the right direction, we need to be down here at the altar repenting. We need to be down here having a conversation with Jesus. We need to be. We need to be asking the Lord, "What is it that I need to do? What is it that's in my life?" Not only those who haven't repented, but also anybody that's already given their heart and soul to the Lord. That may you you may know yourself that you're work trying to work through some things, and it's not going in the right direction for you, and you need some help from the Lord today to get you in that right direction. We don't. We don't want to be. Going down that the big wide open path that just leads to destruction just because it's easy. It may be difficult to go through that narrow gate, but if that's the way that leads to Jesus, that's the way I want to go, and we all need to we all need to want to go that way ourselves. Hallelujah. If anyone that needs prayer this afternoon for anything, we're here to pray with you as they play today. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: Sure will. We sure
4: will. Let's all stand this afternoon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
5: We're just another.
1: Get one more time, hallelujah. So mm-hmm. above everything else folks we got to make sure that we're ready personally we want to see everybody saved we want to see everybody make it amen but it's a personal thing between you and god amen um i can i can't do it uh, i can't lean on what my dad did when he was here amen it has to be a personal thing hallelujah and we're so thankful for those that are making a move, Amen. For God, Amen. To uh, for God to move in their life, Hallelujah. This this is a tremendous thing. He uh, is making making that step of repentance, and we praise the Lord for that. And uh, I, I'm just believing that by next Sunday we, we, we'll have somebody else add to it, Amen to be baptized in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That is tremendous. I thank God for that. Think, take this message home when you think about it. Make sure. The Bible tells us, and I believe he he used this scripture, we should, should make our calling and election sure. We've got to know. We've got to know. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Let's bow our heads and thank God for this service today. Lord, we come to you today. We thank you and we praise you for your mercy and your grace. Thank you, God, for your word. It's a lamp to our feet and a light in our pathway. We thank you, God, for those that are making commitments unto you. We pray that you will bless them, God. Direct them each and every day. Thank you, God, for those who recently received the Holy Ghost. We ask, God, that you will strengthen them, help them to walk and grow in you each day now as we Dismiss, and we all go various places. I ask you to keep your hand on each and every one. Keep everybody protected by your love and by your grace. And we'll give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Let the church say, God bless you. We
2: love you.